Welcome to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. What's your train wreck? Everyone has one. The question is, are you going to live there or are you just visiting? Let's check in with Mary Fran and Kristen to learn how to come through not broken, but brilliant. resilient listeners. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the show. Before we dive into the super cool interview today, we wanted to welcome you to this special series of the Brilliantly Resilient Summer of Reading. We have had so many amazing guests on who are brilliant authors and who share their wisdom with you through their written words. And we wanted to find a way to promote them and give you some really awesome stuff to read. So we are doing the Summer of Reading giveaways. Woo! <laughs> if you head on over to brilliantlyresilient.net, you can get the sign up for the download. If you head over to Instagram, we're doing a whole big Insta promotion there. Every week we will be giving away one of the books. And this whole summer, we will be bringing these authors back to you to hear what their books are about and what they've been up to. You're going to love this list. I mean, we were blown away putting it together. We've got New York Times bestsellers, Wall Street Journal list toppers, the biggest awards in the different industries, those winners. Who knew? We know some brilliant people. And now you get to know them too and read their books. So like Mary Fran said, head on over to brilliantlyresilient.net, get the list and go to Instagram, follow at brilliantlyresilient. We'll see you all summer long. Hey everybody, welcome to our special episode here of Brilliantly Resilient Live. We have been all summer long bringing you some of our favorite authors, highlighting the resilience topics that they've written about many of them landing on bestseller lists. And it has been an extraordinary summer with people winning their books and autograph signed copies are going all over the place. It's just been a really fun summer. But today we are bringing you our own books that me and my partner in crime here, Mary Fran Bontempo, have written and have landed on some bestseller lists ourselves. But before we jump into that, Mary Fran has a special thing we wanted to address. Yeah, I wanted to, we wanted to take a few moments to um, just appreciate what's going on in Afghanistan, appreciate the soldiers, uh, the service people who have so bravely lost their lives and, and fought trying to keep people safe. Um, It is a very challenging time and we are offering our prayers. We're offering hope for the future for all of those people, safe passage uh, and again, just wanted to acknowledge that that is, is happening right now. And, um, you know, our hearts and prayers are with all of you. So uh, all best Absolutely. wishes in that regard. Absolutely. So, um, gosh, you know, what an interesting summer. And, and thinking about what has been happening the past few days over in Afghanistan, you know, uh, there's also a lot of people trying to reset again and and think through these challenges that come just when it feels like, you know, do we really have to have one more thing that people have to deal with? And then yes, and then these things keep coming and coming. So it's an interesting time to be talking about being resilient and living a lifestyle of being brilliantly resilient because challenges just seem to not want to take a break. No matter the summer or the vacation we planned. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that we have learned through this whole process of being brilliantly resilient. You know, it's it's never a place that you arrive at in finality. It is a process that continues and continues and continues. And, you know, life has shown us, as Kristen says, especially throughout these last 
this last year and a half with COVID and, and what's happening overseas and all these things that, you know, life throws you sucker punches and train wrecks all the time. You think you're going to dodge it. And then all of a sudden you get, you get hit with another one. So this whole idea of being resilient and finding your brilliance within that is something that, you know, you can put into practice. And in fact, it's the only way to get through is to put it into practice and make it something that is part of your life. So to that end, this week, we are giving away our books. So we're going to no pushing, no shoving, no pushing, no shoving. Just every there's room for everyone, kids. There's room for everyone. We're doing our we're doing our best school starting. So we're doing our best, you know, socially handle yourselves properly. So here's the first one. Here is the glare on. This is terrible. Brilliantly resilient. Here's our book. Look, Amazon bestseller right there. This is a little short read, but it is chock full of wisdom that you can incorporate every day to get yourself into that brilliantly resilient mindset. Yeah. And you guys, it's us that put this book together. There are no big words. There's nothing hard to get through. You get sucker punched. That's hard enough. We give you the easy words, the easy text to read through again and again. And it's built in a way that you can pick it up and go to the different sections of, okay, you know, I got the mindset going. How do I take that one action step? How help me? What can I do to take the one action step to move forward? You can pick it up and go to that section. It's, it's really laid out to make it as easy as possible for you to move forward. after yes, that and, and it is a quick read because who has time to read a 400 page book when you're in the middle of a sucker punch? Not me. I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to stay alive. So it's very short to the point. Um, and it will, it will really help you. By the way, this contest is being run on Instagram and also on Facebook. You can go and you can enter there. Um, there are instructions. Most of the time, we just ask you to like a post. Um, so it's very easy. But now we also have some bonus gifts for you. It's not just our Brilliantly Resilient. Ta-da! Look at this. Thriving Woo! Blind and the 15-Minute Master by yours truly and this other one over here. Can you guess who wrote Thriving Blind? Yeah, wasn't <laughs> me. <laughs> so these are that our individuals, our individual books that, um, you know, speak from our very personal experiences. And if you don't know much about us, th- boy, this will give you, this will give you all you need to know. I'll tell you what, too, you know, just to to um, expand on a little bit that, you know, the the books, both of the books have have done very well in in terms of new release lists and bestsellers and who they were. I, I remember Mary Fran when 15 Minute Master came out, it was like landing next to all these mega authors as it was climbing the bestseller list and they've done well. But what's interesting is both of us wrote those books to be basically the pamphlet we wanted handed to us when we were in the sucker punch situation and they didn't exist. And we so often, and and so many times lately, I've been reading things that have come through either my newsfeed or whatever about being of service to people Mm -hmm. and serving your community when you don't know what else to do and just being a good servant. And that's how we, we both approached our books and wrote them to serve other people so they didn't have to suffer the way we had suffered. And boy, Never, I never in a million years would have imagined a little tiny book about people that are succeeding without sight would have gone as far and wide as it did. And honestly, (laughs) it is written, it is written in a third grade grammar because I was a third grade teacher 
for a mom that is sobbing on her couch. That's the, the direction it was written. And now it's like, I mean, the, the, I just am mailing one today to the director of the national eye Institute. Yeah. It, this amazing is amazing because we serve the same amazing. community. This book is amazing. It is inspirational. Um, and, and I was going to say, you don't have to be blind to read it, but boy, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Does it? <laughs> it doesn't just impact the blind community. How That's about that? That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. I mean, the bottom line is if people with the challenges that many of the people, uh, the, all the people in this book have had to deal with can do the extraordinary things that they've done, you can do that too. So this book is, if you need to get a kick in the seat to get going, this is the one you need, this is the one you need to read. And this one, the 15 minute master, this happened, um, this came out of, I should say, my process of having to get through life 15 minutes at a time with um, a son who was addicted to heroin. So, you know, people would say to us um, when they heard about our situation with my son, David, that you, oh, you just have to take it one day at a time. And my husband and I would be like, <laughs> clearly you've never lived with a drug addict because things change exponentially in incremental moments with drug addicts. So we literally were down to 15 minutes and we developed a process to deal with life 15 minutes at a time. And it doesn't have to be addiction. It can be any challenge that you're going through and how to take, as Kristen said, that one step. And what was amazing about these two books was that when Kristen and Kristen and I wrote them before we did Brilliantly Resilient, we wrote these books mm -hmm. prior to coming together. But, you know, as we started to talk more about our particular challenges and struggles and everything else, we realized that the things that were in these books were very similar in terms of, of process and how to move through these challenges and how to find that inherent resilience and discover the brilliance that was in there. And that was really kind of the birth of Brilliantly Resilient came from these two books. Now, you know, this is my favorite part about talking about books because I'm a little bit obsessed with it, but I want to talk about the covers of each of our oh. books that you just yes. had in your hand because they both have super fun stories. So mine the eye, and I actually have it for those of you on the podcast. Sorry, you can't see this can't right see now, this. but I always have behind me the artwork that is on the Thriving Blind cover. And it was, I mean, I think that maybe I just, um, when somebody says to me, Is there anything I can do to help you? I always say yes and give them a job. <laughs> and my cover of my book is exactly a culmination of that. It was a friend, my one of my high school soccer teammates, her son is an artist. I was having a fundraiser for my nonprofit. He created the eyeball picture, the artwork, and everyone in the room, I asked them to put their thumbprint on the mission. So all of the blue smudges, if you will, are paint from thumbprints. I mean, there's a congressman in there. There are CEOs of major pharmaceutical companies in there and, and all the way, you know, to my brothers, like not that y'all aren't important and I've done not done great things, but you're just <laughs> my people. So all of that we put in the, the cover of the book and we tell the story on one page of the nonprofit. But interestingly enough, the cover, this entire design of Thriving Blind's cover was done by a guy that I went through elementary school with, Eric Labaz. My mom had seen him on Facebook showing covers of books he was working on. And I reached out to him and he put that together for me. So yeah, it's I, like, I'm telling you, you ever say, can I help you? Yes, you can. <laughs> I can remember when you were talking about what to put on the cover. And I remember saying to you, every time we're on the air, I can't stop looking at the, the poster in the background. 
And what, but that was before I even knew the story. Then when I knew the mm. story, I was like, oh my gosh, that has to be, you have to put that on the cover. It's the best story ever. And it is, it's the best story ever because it signifies not only sight, but it signifies the community of that and the strength in numbers and all that. And it is, it's just the best story. I love it. I love this cover. And I also want to end up give another shout out to Eric because he designed this cover for us. We were looking yeah. for a logo and Eric was like, oh, okay, here you go. And he came up with this and we were both like, what? And it was amazing. So kudos to yeah. Eric and definitely, you know, read the story behind this when you pick up this book, because it's amazing. So now <laughs> my book, <laughs> I love this story too. The 15 minute master. I'm like, okay, it's gotta be something to do with a clock, but I didn't, didn't want a, a regular, like a digital clock because it kind of just didn't give the same feeling. So our buddy, our photography friend, Robin Graham, who also took this picture, I might add, she had a bunch of clocks in her office. So one day I went up to her office and literally held clocks marked to 15 minutes like held <laughs> clocks with different shirts on and everything and so those are my hands holding the clock at 15 minutes and it just so happened she had an orange one and I was like this is perfect this is it it's 15 minutes it it's it's such that it's that visual for all of us of a certain generation that ticking mm-hmm. you know that that ticking clock when you hear a ticking clock it I don't know there's just something about it that makes you recognize that time is going by and that can either be a good thing or a bad thing, but 15 minutes you can do. So it was really important to have like a visual that kind of got that look. It's only 15 minutes. You can do that. And I mean, again, happy accidents. So thank you to Robin. I love it. I love it. Cause you don't see that kind of clock anymore. Well, although I was going to say, you don't typically see that clock anymore. And after you came out, when that book came out and I looked at it 957,000 times as we were launching it, I was in like Marshall's or TJ Maxx or something. And as I'm in the, Carissa, my daughter hates it when we go up to the, to pay. Cause now they snake you through all of those. Oh, little all that stuff. She's yeah. always like, here we go. Here we go. This is where mom finds another $75 of stuff. But they had all those clocks lined up. I'm like, I haven't seen one of those clocks in years. <laughs> I don't know that there. anybody, I don't know that anybody in the younger generation knows how to read them, but they're really cute. I mean, they're cute. Little, they're adorable. <laughs> So at any rate, this is, this was the, that was the whole idea behind all that, but yes. So, so this is, this is what we're giving away this week. You enter to win for a chance for free. And I think I might even throw in a copy of the woman's book of dirty words. I have a few extra. Oh, you have to throw that in. Yeah. I have a few extras laying around. I don't know. Not ready for granny panties. If I have an extra one of those, we'll throw that in too. (laughs) But this is our, um, this is our celebration of summer reading. Um, We've been very blessed with our books and being able to write them and get them out there into the world. So we want to give you guys a chance to start the fall season for some reason in my mind, this is always the beginning of the year. I know it's not, but Me too. you know, when you have I mean, kids, we're teachers. School, yeah. And when you have kids in school, yeah, I think that's it. That's where your mind goes. So we want to start you guys off with, with a great um, beginning of the year with a great um, opportunity to start to not start to build your resilience because we've already been through that. But remember, this is something you're going to carry with you from now till forever. Like always. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't, I continue. I just had a, a, a huge award that I'm getting. They called me and said that it's being postponed until April. And I had to go through my control the controllables 
yeah. speeches that we've done and episodes because I was starting to lose it again. And I'm like, I cannot control what their decisions are going to be. Yes. And then uh, I ended up saying to the guy, well, I'll beef up my bio by April. And he was like, beef up your bio. <laughs> I'll be even more spectacular by April. But <laughs> I mean, I, I am like on a daily basis. I feel like I'm going back to these strategies yeah. of living brilliantly resilient. So make sure you pick it up, take a look at it, try to win the copies and yep. um, let us know what you think. Yep. And um, again, um, happy end of summer, last couple of days of summer for everyone. Again, our hearts and um, minds and prayers to those families of people who uh, were dealing with what's going on in Afghanistan. And let's keep building those resilience and brilliant skills to people. It don't look like we're not gonna be it. We're not gonna have to use them anytime soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. Join our Facebook group and follow us on YouTube to be inspired with tools to reset, rise, and reveal your brilliance.